The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 82. I hope you guys are doing well and if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety you can get a free session with me. All you need to do to get that is to head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com and uh, there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the free session. There's also my blog and uh, other resources there as well. So today's podcast is quite um, quite a personal one to me, and perhaps you know one of the more important um, podcast topics I think I've you know I've created and spoken about. Um, it's all about trying to find meaning in the midst of of dealing with OCD, because so often you know we get extremely frustrated and angry with having OCD, and that's you know it's completely understandable because it's a horrible thing to have to deal with. Uh, but, you know, a big part of learning to overcome it is obviously acceptance. And we hear people talking about that all the time. Um, and, you know, again, that can also be frustrating, just hear, like hearing people talk about acceptance. Because if you're new to OCD treatment, or even if you've been struggling with OCD for years and you've been trying to, to learn how to accept it, you know, it's not easy. And um, I think a big part of it is, is kind of a, a bit of a philosophical change in your mindset. And so today's episode is all about that, how you can change that mindset um, to be a bit more kind of understanding and a bit more accepting of the reality of OCD and how you can find meaning despite the obvious difficulties that it presents. If you do like this podcast and you find it helpful, it would be amazing if you could head over to Instagram and uh, follow and like me there. Um, you can follow my handle at Robert James Coaching UK. Uh, it really does help to, to get the message out there. So that's it. I hope you enjoy the podcast today. Um, as always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And many thanks. Today we're going to be exploring the idea of purpose and meaning that is so often tied up with human suffering and therefore um, OCD. And one of the many infuriating aspects of OCD is the way in which it slowly grinds people down. The severity of the symptoms can lead to us to, to stop doing things that give our life meaning and purpose. And when this happens, though, the OCD only gets worse as we have less positive things to do to, to occupy our minds. Um, not only this, but the pure annoyance of knowing that you're someone who struggles with OCD can be very hard to take at times. We may understand on one hand that bringing acceptance to the condition and, and all it entails will help reduce the severity of the symptoms. But on another, we just want the OCD to be gone now, 
today without even a moment's notice. And this frustration, though, helps to keep the cycle of OCD going. So what can we do about it? How can we find meaning in a situation that is so utterly frustrating? An answer comes from an unexpected place and is perhaps both inspiring and infuriating at the same time. Could it be that the struggle itself is in fact the very thing that gives life meaning? And if so, can this um, transform the way we view mental health issues such as OCD? Anecdotally, it is certainly true that the more you struggle to achieve something, the more you you value it. Take the example um, of two school children. Um, One may be naturally gifted academically. Uh, For that child, learning is easy and they don't really have to try that hard to get by. Whereas another may have to really struggle just to keep up. In the end, though, which one of them is going to appreciate their education more and perhaps become more successful? In an article entitled, Why Struggle is Essential for the Brain and Our Lives, Joe Bowler states, Neuroscientists have found that mistakes are helpful for brain growth and connectivity. And if we are not struggling, we are not learning. Not only is struggle good for our brains, but people who know about the value of struggle improve their learning potential. It seems to be the case that Without difficulty, it can be hard for us to learn important lessons and to make changes to our lives. This is in part related to neuroplasticity, an important word in the battle to overcome OCD and anxiety. Dr. Andrew Huberman, a neuroscientist and expert in the fields of fear, response, learning and neuroplasticity, claims that As aggravating as it may be, it turns out that frustration is actually the key to neuroplasticity. The mental strain you feel when you're learning something is the trigger for neuroplasticity, for your brain to change. Taken from this perspective, we can start to see that struggle isn't all bad and that actually it is an essential part uh, of building new healthier circuits in the brain. Um, For myself personally, when I learned about neuroplasticity, um, it gave me a lot of hope because up until that point, I kind of thought, well, I've learned these bad habits of thinking. Um, I'm always going to be stuck with with this way of thinking now and there's nothing I can do about it. And when I, you know, found out about neuroplasticity, uh, you know, that all began to change. I truly realized that actually, you know, you can do um, a lot throughout your life to be able to to change those old habits and to rewire your brain in a more positive way. Um, So, you know, this is a really important area that we're talking about here. And so, you know, if if struggle um, and frustration is actually something that is needed for neuroplasticity, then evidently that's a, a really interesting area for us to explore, you know, surrounding OCD. Now, as I was just alluding to, one of the issues with OCD is that it's a habit. And most people who struggle with it have, in fact, been performing compulsions for such a long time that this, this habit is, you know, truly hardwired into, into our brains. Thankfully, though, due to the miraculous ability of the brain to heal itself through neuroplasticity, you don't have to stay stuck like this. As the, as the science points out, though, real change is going to have to involve some struggle. If we are able to bear this in mind when we're really struggling 
with the OCD. It can fortify us with a stronger and more accepting mindset, safe in the knowledge that the struggle is not in vain, that it's leading us somewhere. Now, at this stage, I feel it's important to point out a caveat here. Um, With OCD, um, as in most things in life, there are kind of two types of struggle, one positive and obviously the other negative. And we learn from both of them, to be fair, but the positive struggle is going to get us where we want to go much quicker. Try to bear in mind that working with someone to help you gently face your fears and to truly learn about acceptance is going to help you face the struggle from a more positive standpoint. But also try to remember that there are always going to be times when it feels like the OCD is winning, where you feel like you've gone back to square one. Um, Obviously, in the last podcast, I I talked about this quite a lot, talking about setbacks. And, you know, this doesn't mean that you you are dealing uh, with it in a negative way. If you do, you know, have a setback or if you do feel like you've gone back to square one, it's just that at that particular moment, you know, the OCD has got the better of you. And if you keep gently leaning into the fear and challenging yourself, then at some point you will start to feel better and the general trajectory will be in a more positive direction. If, on the other hand, um, you aren't willing to start um, you know, leaning gently into those fears and to try and practice acceptance, then it's likely that the struggle will become negative and counterproductive. Um, with this in mind, it's so important when learning to overcome. Um, <clears throat> sorry, when learning to overcome OCD, that we choose the right challenges. We don't want to expose ourselves to something that is going to give us too much anxiety, as it may make things worse. We need to choose a challenge that provides just enough fear that we can learn to lean into it and learn to tolerate it without doing anything to get rid of it. When used in this way, struggle takes on a whole new meaning. We can see it as not only a means to an end, but as a way to think about and tolerate some of the harsher realities of life. Which leads into my next point. Some of the most courageous and awe-inspiring people to have graced this planet have had to endure incredible suffering along the way, without which they would not have come close to achieving what they did. Now, I'm not saying that you need to be an absolute hero like then, and I'm also uh, not comparing myself to them in any way. Uh, their suffering is you know, way beyond what I think I could uh, endure. But when you are able to see how they turned their truly horrific circumstances around and were able to find meaning in the midst of intense suffering, it can be incredibly inspiring. Um, so... Let's have a look at this uh, first person. So in his book, um, Man's Search for Meaning, Victor E. Frankl describes his experiences um, as an inmate in the Nazi concentration camps during World War II. Despite the immense suffering, he was able to focus his mind and accept his circumstances. A big part of this came down to what he saw as choice. In his view, suffering is only suffering if we choose it to be so. And this is reflected in his famous quote, Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. 
It always moves me to hear this quote, the ability this guy had to be able to be so clear-headed and focused, so removed from the outrage and disgust you should surely be feeling in, in such an unimaginably terrible situation. If he was able to bring such a mindset to, to such a situation as that, can we not all choose to bring a more accepting and determined approach to dealing with OCD? Could we even perhaps find some meaning in our suffering? Frankel argues striving to find meaning in one's life is the primary motivational force in man. In choosing to find meaning in our struggles, we may also find the motivation to face our fears. And the more we can do that, the more we will learn to overcome them. In the end, we learn through OCD that performing compulsions to deal with our anxiety only makes matters worse and that in reality to change the situation we have to work on ourselves and our experience of fear and not um, trying to get rid of the fear altogether. Frankel sums this up really well in the following quote, when we are no longer able to change a situation we are challenged to change ourselves. This in my book is, is absolute genius. He wasn't even talking about OCD, yet the connection to it is undeniable. Accepting the challenge and the call to action will lead to real and lasting change. The next example is the infamous and irreplaceable former president of South Africa, Nelson Mandela. Unfairly convicted and imprisoned for 27 years, 18 of, it, of which were spent in the high-security prison of Robben Island for the crime of bravely standing up against oppression and racism that was imposed upon him through the system of apartheid. Mandela is a shining example of someone who was able to find meaning in suffering. I read his autobiography, A Long Walk to Freedom, about 10 years ago, during a particularly challenging point in my life. I was training to be a teacher and I was, I was in my final practice position when my dad was suddenly and completely unexpectedly diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. This notorious type of cancer is particularly aggressive and he only lived for another two months. I was already struggling severely with OCD at the time, the pressures of the course and now the obvious grief that I was feeling were, you know, particularly hard to bear. And I felt like I wanted to quit the course. And in fact, I, I very nearly did. But um, luckily, I, I got an extension and I was able to, to finish it. Um, and it was around about this time that I came across Mandela's book. Now, yet again, I was left mesmerized at the ability of this man to remain calm under pressure, to accept all the terrible things that happened to him and to continue to find meaning in a situation where it seemed all hope was lost. Despite my own suffering in that moment, I felt inspired. I knew that this suffering would pass and would do so a lot quicker if I was able to accept it. There are so many great quotes from this book, um, but I'd like to share just one with you today. Perhaps if you're inspired, you can, you can get the book too. So the quote is as follows. I have walked that long road to freedom. I have tried not to falter. I have made missteps along the way, but I have discovered the secret that after climbing a great hill, one only finds that there are many more hills to climb. I have taken a moment here to rest, to steal a view of the glorious beast that surrounds me, 
to look back on the distance I have come. But I can only rest for a moment, for with freedom come responsibilities, and I dare not linger, for my long walk is not ended. I end with this quote as it's a timely reminder that the process of overcoming OCD is an ongoing one. We can take a break from time to time to love, play, laugh and enjoy, but there is always another challenge waiting for us. If we're able to accept that and even find meaning in the midst of the challenge of OCD, then we are no longer suffering from a disorder and are instead choosing to live life on our terms, no matter what it throws at us. So there we go, guys. Bit of a personal one today. And uh, I think it's a really important one. I hope that, you know, as always, I hope that you found it helpful. If you have any questions, do please let me know. And many thanks. Please remember, if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free consultation uh, with me. All you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and uh, send me a message and we we can sort that out. And if you like, you can also follow me on Instagram uh, at robertjamescoachinguk. Many thanks. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.